Tuesdays mean mindful living. And on this wintry Tuesday in the middle of September, Isel Huffman's on a Zoom with me. Hopefully we'll be live soon. But she's on a Zoom with me to talk about all things mindful. Hi, Isel. Hello, Danny Dearest. How are you doing today? Well, you know, I went to bed and it was summer and I woke up and it was winter. So I'm not sure if I went to bed and I woke up in another time. <laughs> you know what? I was actually, I was planning on wearing a dress today and then I was like, mm, maybe next week. You know, there's, maybe there's a reason why that saying is, yeah, maybe next week. I think it's for when you wake up for days like this. Because <laughs> clearly this, the sun decided to sleep in a little bit late this morning. Yeah, and I don't know if it's going to come out at all today, so I'll just be in my hoodie and my socks all day. (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm always coming back to my favorite saying, you know, it's about the glass half full or half empty. Rain is also needed. Remember, rain brings new bursts of color, um, growth, new beginnings. It's going to make the dust settle a little bit. So I think let's not, you know, put our moods in the same color as, as uh, the sky today. Let's rather look at the positive side of things and believe that we need the rain for everything else to blossom. 100%. Now, speaking of blossoming, I've been, so I've followed quite a few people on Instagram that are mindfulness people, much like yourself, from all over the world. And there's a resounding yeah. message about this time in the year and how just because the trees are blossoming, don't think that you're any different. It's time for you to blossom and it's time for you to, to come out of your shell and shake off the dead leaves and, and get back into it. So you are our South African mindfulness maven. Um, and I wanted to know, do you feel the same? I do, Danny. The sum of the year for me, it's about, you know, resetting those buttons, restructuring. Because, I mean, from going to December, it's only downhill from here. Usually, silly season starts with regards to events, activations, brand campaigns, all things springy and summery. I mean, the rugby is starting again. So, lots of exciting things that's, you know, happening. And, and we should, you know, just get out of our shells, like you say, and make the most of every day and just be mindful about how we spend our time and um, our thoughts and where all of that wanders and goes so that we can be the best and healthiest version of ourselves every single day. And one of the ways that we can do that, and one of the ways that I'm seeing now more and more, because we started this kind of going into winter, this mindfulness thing, and then it was winter and it was all about the the yummy lack of food. Now going into the shops, it's all about the fresh food and the salads. And it's all kind of making sense to me that what you consume, you know, is so important because if you, if you eat what you're feeling, right? I'm feeling summery and fresh and I'm craving salad, pineapples and veggies. If you eat that, you actually really do feel better from that first bite. No, 100%. I actually, it was funny enough on Food Lovers, um, Food Lovers Market social media, I wrote or read just the other day, they were saying about, you know, it's all the new fruits and things coming into season is almost nature's way of saying, I think you need these nutrients. I think you need some extra of these vitamins, you know. So nature is also looking after us. So maybe we can be a little bit more mindful and start looking after, after nature. I mean, you know, we're all there to win at the end of the day. So we might as well, you know, include Mother Nature in our, you know, friendship circle as well. 
100%. Okay, so now I want to talk a little bit more about mindfulness, I think a little bit later on. But first, the recipe that we're talking about today, I'm so sad. <laughs> it's my one thing, is I'll, it's the one thing that I, can I tell you honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually own up to this. It's the one thing I've cheated with a lot being vegan i still or plant-based i still if there is biltong i'm sorry i'm sneaking i'm gonna you're not gonna see me do it but i can't say no it's my one thing. <laughs> oh goody gumdrops because danny this recipe take it, it it just takes biltong to an absolute another level now i can understand why you sort of trying to avoid eating biltong um you know vegans are not supposed to be eating biltong but if you absolutely look at this recipe and you love the combination of ingredients that we're going to be discussing now, I've decided it is Heritage Day coming up. It's National Bride Day. Um, you know, all things exciting. And that's why I sort of selected this recipe. But I also decided to share an additional recipe with everyone today. And that is also my roasted chickpeas recipe. Is that you can roast it four ways and I'll share all four combinations. But the reason I'm sharing the instructions specifically is if you're looking at this Biltong recipe, today and you're like oh my word i actually can just imagine the flavor profile of this boltong you can also take this recipe and actually apply two chickpeas as well so yes can still sit with the crowd and um, this combination also works phenomenally on roasted almonds but there is pecanuts in the recipe and we're going to touch base on that a little bit later but of course the secret ingredient that just kicks it out of the park today is of course cayenne pepper Okay, so that is our one ingredient today, right? Yes, it's one of those ingredients I don't suggest people take it all just teaspoons by itself because uh, you know, then you're also going to be taking everything else in your, your digestive gut to the next level, which we don't necessarily want. You know, you, you, when you told me that you wanted to talk about cayenne pepper, I was so excited. It's something that from... Mm generations ago we've always had in our house you got to have mm. you've got to have honey you've got to have ginger garlic and chilies and if anyone in the house even almost looks like they might have a stomach bug a flu a cough a rash or whatever you're drinking hot water lemon juice honey and cayenne pepper and yes. even even when my dad and my husband were diagnosed with high blood pressure cayenne pepper was everywhere and my grandmother's all Always, every day, have cayenne pepper. And the other day when I was at the shops, um, I was looking for it and it was sold out. And it made me so happy because I was like, yes, in my house at least is so good for everything that I'm glad that people are using it. So is that why? Well, Danny, first of all, I'm so happy you say you also get happy. So when, when you see something is sold out, I always get a little bit of a kick and a giggle myself. You know, if I go to a shelf to buy one of my favorite ingredients, I'm like, oh, there's nothing here. And I'm like, clearly someone's been listening, reading or following or just putting their help, you know, putting all their time and efforts into their own health. And yes, it does make me happy. I think I'm one of the few customers like yourself that actually smiles when something's out of stock, <laughs> especially when it comes to the healthy ingredients. But cayenne pepper, I'm, I'm going to have to refer to my intro in my cookbook book here. Um, you know, Dr. Scholz is one of the most foremost authorities of natural healing and herbal medicine. And he used to say, if you only master one 
herb in your life, master cayenne pepper, because it's the most powerful than um, herb that, than any other. And uh, because it's cayenne pepper is antiseptic, it's antifungal, it's antihistamine, and it all, you know, it fights infections. But a lot of people also don't know that it's a natural painkiller as well. Now think to yourself, why would you drink antihistamine? It's usually when you start getting all kinds of symptoms of allergies and things like that. But you know, have you ever asked yourself the question, but what is the side effects of taking too many antihistamines, especially this time of the year? And that was sort of the reason I thought cayenne pepper is a fantastic ingredient to sort of, not just for this recipe, but bring into, you know, our topic of discussion for this week, because as all the flowers are starting to blossoming outside, a lot of people starting to sneeze and get a little bit of puffy red eyes, because yes, allergies does come with spring, unfortunately, but instead of taking that anti to mean every day rather just start adding a little bit of more cayenne pepper to your daily intake and i can promise you already you're going to be one step in the right direction you know i love that you said that because i actually saw a meme on instagram yesterday um and it said something i'm going to say it's so wrong but it said something along the lines of spring in a pandemic the month that you're going to be explaining your sneezes all month long and I was like, I lost. <laughs> yes. My, my, poor, my poor husband gets such bad allergies. And we have one tree in our garden. And we know which tree it is. But I'm, I'm not about cutting a tree down. So he must just live. But it's that one tree. And he looks like... You don't want to go near him if you saw him at the spa. But it's just allergies. And I'm so glad you said this because we've tried yes. things. And the over-the-counter antihistamines are not great for you long term mm. so to use cayenne pepper is amazing i mean the sniffles that comes with that right because usually with allergies it's just the water that's all running out of the nose and eventually you get a red nose that at least you can hide away behind your mask yes. but it's the puffy red eyes i'm so concerned about shame it's exactly like you say you're going to be standing at the till and every other coffee shop explaining why you're crying you're so happy to see your waiter but it's more actually because you can't help yourself from that I would cry because I'm happy to see all the waiters. But anyway, <laughs> okay. So Isel Biltong, I want to talk a little bit about Biltong because Biltong yes. for me, um, it's one of the things that I grew up with. I loved. It's one of the things that my dad, my sisters, my brother, everyone from every kind of possible culture that's in my family grew up with and loved. But there are, mm. there are conflicting sides, right? There are people that say Biltong is actually really good for you because it's protein and it's, it's generally quite lean. But then there are the people that say that it's not that good for you because it's protein and it's not that lean. Um, you are the person that would know. Is it good or bad and in moderation or not? I don't know. Well, Danny, how much time do you have? Because this is a very fun topic for me always to talk about. Now, first of all, um, let's come from an acidic point of view. So red meat is the animal protein that causes the most acidity. Okay. And if you look at the composition of Boltzong, I mean, it's dried red meat, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. um, yes, you can get, um, of course, uh, beef Boltzong. Always people love the yellow pieces of fat and all that kind of stuff. But I always opt to go for the leaner one, which means it's low in fat, low in cholesterol and all those kinds of things. So from that point of view, yes, I get where people is coming from. 
But something else you need to consider is biltong is dried meat. And I think the ratio about 100 grams of uh, biltong, I think you're looking roughly at about 230 to 250 grams of a proper piece of steak, if I'm not mistaken. So people tend to overeat quite a lot because think about it. It's like you say, biltong is so tasty. Once you start snacking, you actually can't stop. Um, so you can overeat from an acidic point of view very quickly, especially on portion size biltong you know as well however i don't believe it's the most unhealthiest snack you're gonna have to ask yourself that question i love asking why why do you have a certain opinion um why are you eating a certain way why are you um questioning certain aspects of what you are eating now uh you know i do eat meat I do just, um, I'm quite cautious with regards to red meat because yes, remember, I was born with congenital hip dysplasia. I've had 14 hip operations. I've got very sensitive inflamed joints. Um, they tend to flare up when I eat things that cause too much acidity. So me as Izel, grew up on a farm, absolutely love biltong, but is it the best thing for me to eat? No, not necessarily. However, that was sort of the inspiration for this recipe because I'm going to run through the ingredients quickly and then I'm going to explain to you why. Now, for this recipe, we're looking at about 300 grams of extra lean, uh, moist biltong. And the key here is that it has to be very moist biltong because people, you're going to be baking it in the oven on a preheated oven of 200 degrees Celsius. Okay. Now, in this little side bowl, then we're going to mix olive oil, which is already an anti inflammatory. And for that reason, because it's an oil, I suggest you make use of extra lean biltong. So, what have we done here? we've replaced our um, saturated fat um, you know that is our the yellow fat that could have been on the biltong we've replaced now with olive oil which is an anti-inflammatory so are you still going to be consuming that fat or oil with the product yes you are but you've already you know taken that mindful step in the right direction by replacing it with a healthier one that's anti-inflammatory then with that we're going to be adding some raw honey which is antiviral antifungal if it's a good quality raw honey um, it's also not going to spike your blood sugar levels but it is going to give you that candied effect that we are after but again it is also going to neutralize some of the acidity in combination with the olive oil that would have been caused by the red meat, which is, of course, the biltong. So now you're already two steps in the right direction. Then we're going to add a little bit of water just purely to dilute the mixture a little bit. We're going to add a teaspoon of oric salt, a half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon. Cinnamon, of course, as you would know, has got so many health benefits all by itself as well. I mean, you're looking at it's a powerful anti, uh, anti-diabetic effect. It's anti-inflammatory, antiviral, antifungal, and antibacterial as well. So again, we just keep adding mindful ingredients to this marinade mixture. Then, of course, our cayenne pepper that we're going to add there, and then pecan nuts. Now, a lot of people don't actually know that Pecanuts are very high in um, antioxidants and vitamins, are anti-inflammatory, it supports the immune system, and it promotes healthy digestion, something that you actually need if you're going to be consuming animal protein, which is quite hard to digest to begin with. Cane pepper, funny enough, also helps with proper digestion. So we keep adding ingredients to this mixture that's actually going to help your body we digest this beef protein if you're using beef in the best possible way. And then last but not least, you're actually going to allow this beautiful marinade to start sticking to your nuts and your biltong by adding two heaped tablespoons of almond flour. Of course, everyone knows that I love my almond flour because it's also 
so it's an alkalizer. So again, you're consuming red meat. What for, from a mindful perspective is bad about red meat? It causes excess acidity. Now we've added all these uh, anti-inflammatory ingredients to the mix, and we on top of that adding some um, almond flour. So already you now quite a few steps in the right direction. So do I believe this is the tastiest way to consume biltong? Absolutely. Do I think it's also the healthiest way to consume biltong? 100% correct. So um, for people out there that is maybe listening today and saying, you know, yes, they hear where I'm coming from, but they're still vegan. For that reason, uh, we are adding our chickpea recipe to the mix as well, because we all have different reasons why we do things. And it's not just, you know, when it comes to our diet, it's to everyday life. But I think before you you get an opinion for yourself about Biltong, maybe ask yourself that question, why? Why are you consuming this or why are you avoiding this? And then you take it from there. I love that. I love, love, love. Isella is all about the why and the how and the what. And the Actually, I want to. I want to get a T-shirt with the, with the words on why. How. <laughs> Maybe you can start a T-shirt range, Danny. Who knows? You know, nowadays everyone creates T-shirts. Maybe we should also. The question is why. Um, I think yeah. we we should get T-shirts like that. Definitely. Okay, so um, for a vegan or a vegetarian or someone that just maybe doesn't like biltong, if there are those kinds of people in the world, um, what are we replacing it with and how are we doing that? So for that reason, I am adding the roasted chickpea recipe so that you can take the marinade and the inspiration from the biltong recipe and actually apply that to the chickpeas. But nowadays, Danny, I find that there's quite a lot of um, mushroom, dried mushrooms and things like that out there Mm. that people actually say is sort of the vegan option for biltong. I don't so much know if I can imagine a mushroom needs to replace biltong. I need to be honest with you, but... um, yeah, I suppose it goes back to that why that I love asking all the time. Um, you know, I've had the the mushrooms. Some of them are really good. Some of them are really not good. But I really, I would, I think I would prefer the chickpea situation. I think chick, chickpeas, crunchy chickpeas, are the best thing ever. And um, I think that this candied situation with the chickpeas and the pecan nuts, my mouth is watering. Oh, but trust me, this this is just such a beautiful marinade. And uh, for those out there that is maybe listening this evening, you know, at the end of the day, this is still a marinade, people. So think oven roast, think slow roast red meat in the oven, and then you think this recipe because you can also add biltong and this exact marinade uh, to a beautiful roast in the oven i can promise you it's not going to disappoint and it looks absolutely phenomenal on a festive table of any sort it really does and um i think i might have to try it i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) so danny i will make you a deal right just because i love you so much but for our first in-studio um, interview that we're hopefully going to be doing soon, I am bringing you some of this biltong, okay? It's a deal, and I've just made the promise on air, so now I'm going to have to keep and stick to it. But yeah. then you can go and consume it at home with your loved one where I don't have to see you, and you can just give me some feedback afterwards, okay? <laughs> you know what? I've just admitted it on air, so it's fine. I'll just eat the biltong as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
we'll, we'll just be posting photos and say to people, if it, because lately it is true. If it's not on social media, apparently it hasn't happened, right? <laughs> this is true. Okay, now, um, Izzel, this is not all that you do. You're a, a cookbook author. You do a lot of stuff on social media, on TV. What's happening this week? Oh, is Graham, Chef Graham Campbell that you cook with every week, is he where he's supposed to be? So Graham did make it to Texas. He is, in fact, the um, quite sad and depressed at the moment, um, this Scotsman in Texas, because uh, they're quite behind on things with the restaurants for them to open, which I did say to him last week, Graham, you need to understand it's, it's quite normal. I think the ripple effect of corona is still going to be there for quite some time. And there is delays with regards to any and everything. However, this week, um, we are still going to be cooking something from our cookbook and uh, just because we can I've decided we're actually going to do this built on recipe so that uh, you can tune tomorrow evening from 7pm Danny on my Instagram live so that you can see how I'm preparing <laughs> that I'll make a plan to get to you at some stage it's just reason being um, the kitchen setup at these restaurants is quite limited. So I, so this week um, we were actually going to start by preparing some of his recipes, ideally that you would find in Rosmani, the restaurant that is opening in Texas. Mm -hmm. However, because things are being delayed, what's now happening is we are still going to be making one of my recipes this week. And for that reason, I've decided to be making this candy built on cluster recipe so that you can see tomorrow evening from 7 o'clock, Danny, on my Instagram live, how I'm preparing this boltong i need to you know get to you in one way or another but uh yeah i think that's going to be quite exciting because i mean clearly you should be able to find things like boltong and stuff like that in texas right so quite keen to see what he's going to come up with and uh then as always every saturday i talk get to talk to very interesting people in the motorsport uh, you know industry on the ignition facebook page and these interviews also then gets recorded in studio uh motoring talk did start on Ignition quite a couple of weeks back so be on the lookout for the latest interviews and exciting episodes there and yes my friend then it's already weekend again um, of course on Thursday it's Heritage Day definitely going to be you know putting my best foot forward I've got a fantastic very nifty little grill that I got from Bosch that I'm going to be testing out on Thursday to say if the weather doesn't play along Bosch has got your back because if you're not going to be brying outside you can still grill something in doors completely safe of course so do give that a follow on thursday and that's about my week my friend and uh yeah of course also gonna make time over the long weekend to spend quality mindful time and moments with loved ones and maybe prepare something you know with that extra bit of love and effort to make sure you always put your best foot forward not only for yourself but also the people that you surround yourself with I love this. I'm ready for this long weekend, Isel Hoffman. Thank you so much. And um, if you want to make this recipe, all you need to do is head over to jackarandafm.com. Isel Hoffman has been super kind enough to share the recipe from her Mindful Eating Cookbook. Isel, you must have a beautiful, very short week. Thanks, Danny. And the same to you. And uh, yes, keep those sniff and sneezes away. Make use of some extra cane pepper if you need to. Uh, put your best and healthiest foot forward. Wear your mask and eat your vegetables. And I'll tune in next week again, same time, same place. Lots of love.